Hello and welcome to the SBL Guru Podcast. My name is Marty Windle. In this episode, what we're going to talk about is football and in particular, two elements of the SBL syllabus that are relevant to the, one of the most famous and richest football clubs in the world, and that is Manchester United. So we're going to look at two elements of the syllabus, in particular, the digital marketing strategy they adopted at Manchester United to support their commercial income, but also the use of strategic partnerships to boost revenue on a local and a global basis. So let's start off by talking about the digital aspect of the Manchester United Football Club. How did they become one of the richest football clubs in the world? Well, the first thing I want to talk about is something relevant to the SBL syllabus, which is the digital marketing strategy. For the SBL exam, you've got to talk about digital marketing and apply it to the case. So we're going to look at some examples of what Manchester United did to improve their digital marketing. Now, they were way ahead of the curve. They launched their first website in 1997, and they were one of the first football clubs to launch their website. And straight away, it wasn't just like an online brochure. It was a multimedia experience. They had a red cafe in which fans could ask questions, and it fostered an online community. Now, in 2011, what they did at Manchester United was they launched an app. And that's what a lot of successful companies do, is they use an app to help to support their strategy. Now, this engaged the fan base by offering push notifications, live match updates, and video content. They partnered with Snapchat to try to target the younger demographic, and they have over 20 million downloads when that app first launched. So once they've got people to download the app, they then find a way to monetize the app. And what they did was they launched something called United Plus. This was a paid version in the app, so people could pay an additional fee for exclusive content, discounts on merchandise, and early access to match tickets. Now, this app generated $3.5 million of additional incremental revenue in the first six months of operation. So it's a way of setting up your social media and then finding a way to monetize it. Now, this is supported with a strong presence on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram. So they use multiple social media platforms to engage different demographics of their fan base. A key thing they do to help fans is to have a ask me anything where they get a Manchester United player and they ask them any questions and it gives the fans an engagement with the football club. This has helped to build over 300 official fan clubs globally for Manchester United. Once they've built that solid digital platform, they can then start to engage with the audience and monetize that audience. So what Manchester United have been very good at is not just to sell shirts, which they do sell a lot of, but also move that content, move that branding into other products. So you can buy your Manchester United pajamas. You can buy your Manchester United wallpaper. They also partnered with big companies in China like Alibaba, where they now have an official Manchester United store offering exclusive merchandise to the Chinese market. Once you have that base, what you can then do is start to be innovative and start to expand. So what they started to do is offer virtual reality experiences of the Old Trafford pitch and looking at new technology like eSports, which is increasingly becoming popular. They launched the Manchester United eSports team to further 
solidify their presence in a growing digital market. So once you've used your digital marketing strategy to build your global database, you've got lots of fans, people watching the club on television. What you can then do is your sponsorship and partnership opportunities increase significantly. This is seen in terms of a classic thing that all football clubs do, which is have a shirt sponsor. So the more popular you are globally, the more the sponsors want to be seen on your shirt. So that's one thing that Manchester United has been very good at, is always negotiating higher and higher fees for their shirt sponsorships. But they also make full use of that brand name. So they, they look for partners in overseas markets. So you may be familiar with Chevrolet, who were the previous sponsor of Manchester United, but the, the shirts are now sponsored by TeamView, which is a digital software company. But it's not just one element. Manchester United has been very successful in establishing lots of overseas partnerships. To give you a few examples, we have Cadbury's. Cadbury's the official chocolate of Manchester United. There's Apollo Tyres. They are the official tyre partner of Manchester United. We have Estee Lauder, the official skincare partner of Manchester United. Now, these are global partners. These are global partners, but what they've also been very successful at is building partnerships to build on the Manchester United brand name in different regions of the world. So they established regional partnerships like DP World, which is an Indian logistics company, and they partner with ICICI, a bank in India as well. So they're looking to build global partnerships, but also associating the Manchester United brand with the regional partnerships. Now, they can also do that in other countries as well. In Africa, they used partnership with Standard Chartered Bank, one of the biggest banks in Africa, to build their following in Africa and increase the brand awareness. Now, all these commercial partners, they're going to give sponsorship and commercial income to Manchester United. So it's a big revenue generator for the football club. Now, for a football club adopting this strategy, there are a number of risks you've got to consider if you are Manchester United and you're going to use your brand name and develop these global partnerships. There's always a risk that the partner will fall into financial difficulties and they don't pay you. So there's always a risk to take into account there. There's also a risk in terms of quality. If there's a problem with your partner, if they're associated with some kind of financial scandal, or if, if they're a food company and their food causes food poisoning, it's going to potentially damage the Manchester United brand in the future. There is also the issue of quality. So if you are using a partnership to manufacture your pyjamas, your Manchester United wallpaper, if the quality of the product produced is not good, again, it can have a negative impact on the fans, a negative impact on the brand name of the football club. So it's very important that if Manchester United are going to ad adopt an overseas partner, if they're going to work with an overseas partner, they need to be very careful in terms of carrying out a clear due diligence on the overseas partner. So whenever you get involved in any overseas partnership, whether that is a joint venture or a franchise arrangement or a licensing arrangement, you've got to do your due diligence. Check on the quality and reputation of the overseas partner. You're also going to need strong legal support for that decision. Make sure you have a cast iron contract and strong legal 
representation when you're signing up for that overseas contract. There also needs to be a clear channel of communication between the football club and the overseas partner. Regular monitoring to make sure if there are any problems or issues with the partnership, that action is taken swiftly to resolve them. You also need a clause in the contract, which if there is a major reputational issue with your overseas partner, that you have the right to cancel that contract and pull all your branding out of that company. So if you can build a successful digital marketing strategy, this can help to build your fan base, help to build the number of customers, which then is very attractive for sponsors. So you're going to get more sponsorship. It also opens up the opportunity for overseas partnerships and making the full use of that well-known brand name in the future. So that's how Manchester United build their major commercial income and make them one of the top 10 richest football clubs in the world. Just for the avoidance of doubt, I'm a fan of the world's best football club in the world, which is Leeds United. Please get in touch and good luck in your examination. Thank you. If you're taking the SBL exam and need additional support, I'm here to help. I offer a range of paid courses from a premium course to a mock course to a revision course. I'll put a link in the description, so please get in touch or contact me at martywindle.com for all the information about my courses.